Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. And the number is 800-919-3776. Bart right now is laying, I guess, on his stomach, maybe on his side, uh, probably on his side. He is out cold. Uh, he is safe. He's fine. But he's getting his colonoscopy. So he basically has a hose up his butt. And he's asleep. So that's what he's doing right now. And we're all, of course, just hoping that he feels better. And he will. We all know he will. But we hope that everything comes out clear. Or, no, it shouldn't come out clear. But you know what I mean. The video part of it. Anyways, that's where he is. So that means you got Han Solo today. Just me. Just you. We do have some guests that will be joining us as well. And I don't know. What do you think we're going to talk about today? Of course, you know what we're going to talk about today. Bing bong. What happened last night at the Garden. And I want to start out with this because I've, I've, been, I've been in this city for the last 36 hours. I just got back um, from uh, doing Get Up this morning. I stayed the night in the city uh, after the game went out just, just with the people. It just hung out. Zerbiak and I went out afterwards because that's the kind of game that you just you don't want to just go home. You just want to be out, and I'm telling you, the, the the emotion, the energy, just what you felt from a lot of fans after that game was real. And, of course, a lot of people are reacting to what you felt from Jalen Brunson uh, you know, at the end of that game when he did really start to well up with emotion. Uh, and the reality that set in with him, with this you know, 19,000 people chanting his name and saying MVP, and him realizing the dream of becoming an NBA All-Star. And so all of that happened last night at the Garden. And it just – I was running into people who were saying, this is this is my favorite team. I've, this is my favorite Knicks team, they were saying. And I, I've asked this before, and I, I really – I'm not old enough to know those teams from the 70s. I was not born when they won the first championship, and I was a mere one and change when they when they won the second one. So I don't know what those teams were. I never saw them. I saw video of them. I've read books about them. And you listen to the old heads who tell you about the beautiful basketball that Clyde and Willis and DeBusher and Bradley, you know, what they did, how they played the game. The fans back then, the, t- the, player, the fans in New York loved that team. That is, by the way, one of the most beloved teams in 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 New York sports history. I mean, it's there with the 86 Mets. It's there of course, uh, you know, with the with the uh, the Yankees teams that uh, I I just this team has a lot of that. And so all I can say as I was leaving the building on a night like that where if you have an Apple Watch, you know on your watch where it tells you if there's a loud environment, right? and it gives you that warning, that means that there's an audio level around you that is hazardous to your hearing, and it warns you that you need to get away from this loud environment. It went off of my, my it went off four times in the building last night, four times. I've had this watch for the whole season. It's never happened before, and I've been in the building all year. So when I talk about decibels that that building hit, especially in that fourth quarter when they made the comeback and Brunson was just doing Brunson things. And it just tells you that the the building was overcome, but even outside of it, the energy you're feeling, obviously social media, the amount of texts that I got after that game, it's off the charts. So I want to ask you, is this your favorite Knicks team? And is Jalen Brunson is the best Knicks since? And that's a careful conversation to have because Carmelo Anthony was a great Nick player. 
He led the league in scoring. They won. A, they had a fifty-win season. You know, he he was an all-star every year. So, you know, do you go past that? Because I had some people tell me the best Knicks since Patrick Ewing. I've had people tell me that. We all know he's the best Knicks point guard. At least, well, because Mark Jackson was an all-star, you got to take it back that far. But you might say he's the best Knicks point guard since since Walt Clyde Frazier. And what he's been doing. And I'll leave you with this, and I'll get to the calls. And Monica McNutt's going to join me here in a few minutes, too, because you got to get I, – I, like, I love to talk with others who were there, too, to give perspective. And Monica called the game last night, of course, on 98.7 ESPN. So in the midst of all that stuff, she was right there just like I was. And so we're going to discuss all the things that we saw and have seen. But I, I do want to mention this as well, and we'll get to calls. When we talk about Brunson, a lot of times, when we talk about any player, we always go right to the stats. He's averaging 26 a game, six assists, right? He's 11th in the league in scoring. Uh, he's had a nine-game winning streak. He's averaging 32 points a game. Let me say that again. During this nine-game winning streak, there's the first holy S in your head, right? What, nine games? Yeah, it's been nine straight now. He's averaging 30 two points a game, right? Mind-blowing. And those are numbers that we love to talk about. His 26-6, and six, by the way, average, and we're almost three-quarters into the season, almost. And we're over the half mark. Actually, we'll be two-thirds in. Anyways, that 26-6 and six represents something that no Knicks point guard has ever averaged in an entire season. Nobody's done that before. I mean, Clyde's had a ton of the like twenty and six. He's done the, he did four of those. And Clyde's a Hall of Famer. And you could argue the greatest point guard in the franchise's history. And one of the great greatest players the franchise has ever seen. And Jalen is doing that this year. So he's right there. But I love this stat better. So he has played in during the regular season. Not not games total, but what games he's played in. He's played 89% of the game so far as a Knicks since he joined this team. You all remember when the Knicks signed this backup point guard to a $120 million contract and everybody thought, oh my God, how are you giving a backup point guard $120 million? Embarrassing. Now you look at that contract and you're like, that's all they're paying him? I mean, I'd give him an extension now. Two years left. I'm still, I'd give him an extension now. Lock him up. But... In the 115 games that he has played in, in the last two seasons so far, this last season and this season, the Knicks are 77 and 44. No, I'm sorry, 71 and 44. 71 and 44. 615 winning percentage. You can't name me a player. You have to go back to Ewing to find a player who has impacted winning that much. He has impacted winning like that. That's why when we talk about Jalen Brunson, it goes beyond he just puts up numbers, stats, scoring. That's the obvious with all the good players. But when you talk about something that we have waited for a player to come here and help turn the franchise around and lead it to winning, that's what he's done consistently. He's had help. It's a good roster. Leon Rose has done a terrific job patiently building this roster. Patiently. While the rest of us are trying to hit the easy button, myself included. Leon Rose, is, him and his crew, have just piece by piece the right type of people. And then, of course, Tom Thibodeau, who's coach of the month in January. Who's also, he's known Jalen. Like, it's that simpatico that you always need. Your best player and your head coach are literally on the same page and have known each other, have a connection, and you could just see it works. And the Villanova guys, I mean, I was in the locker room talking to DiVincenzo and talking to Hart um, and how they feel about Brunson, and you could see it. Like they, I mean, they crack on each other, which makes it even better. The way they are with each other is hilarious. But they do that with the knowledge of, yeah, but we also won college titles together. We can do that with each other, hold each other accountable, you know, make fun of each other, joke about things, but yet – in the moment, you saw DiVincenzo when they when uh, Colin Sexton tried to get tough with with Jalen in that game the other night. What did DiVincenzo do? 
took care of business. You know, Josh Hart, the same thing. Like, you can just see that when, when it's time to fight, these guys, they get together. They fight because they have history together. There's something that when you put that in a room, that can resonate. And it's amazing how other players just tend to orbit towards that kind of energy because they want to be part of it too. And that's what's going on in that room right now. So it is special what's going on with the Knicks. Very special. It's a real thing. And the question that was asked of me today on Get Up, Monica was there with me as well. We were asked this question. How far can this team go? The answer is, I think they could go to the finals. If, big if, they can get healthy. Julius Randle's injury is the biggest thing that you have to worry about. Is the two to three weeks that they'll reevaluate, and that's what's coming next to reevaluate, not two to three weeks and he can come back. No, it's reevaluate, which doesn't mean he's back in two to three weeks. And that's what makes you wonder. And I said, can they get him back in March? That's what I'd be looking for. And then can he play through it without the surgery? Because if that shoulder is enough of a problem and it hinders his ability to be, by the way, he was named an all-star two yesterday for the third time in four years. So if he's available and can play, and can play at the high level he was playing at. And you have Jalen. And you have that starting five that has been since the trade with OG Ananobi. That has been one of the best starting fives in the NBA. They are the winningest team in the NBA since the trade as well. It has all worked out. You had a piece at the bench before next Thursday's trade deadline. We'll get more into that as well with Brian Windhorst. But if they can just... Get healthy enough. I'm not even mentioning Mitchell Robinson. I mean, there's some hope that he might be able to come back by the end of the season. But if you're giving me this group healthy, I don't think there's a team in the East that wants to play them in a series. Nobody wants to deal with them because of how tough they are. So that's what I'm saying about it. They can. And I've never said this about a Knicks team. In a long time. I don't think in the years I've covered the team, I've ever felt, yeah, they can get to the finals. The 2013 team, I thought, might have a shot against the Heat if they reached the Eastern Conference Finals. That's as far as I would go. They did not get there because they couldn't get out of second round because they were a type of team that as good as they were, there was always the self-inflicted wounds. That was the thing that always held them back. And they were older, so you knew that this wasn't going to be a sustainable thing. That team back in 2013, it had all the OGs, Jason Kidd, uh, Rashid Wallace. You know, you had that kind of uh, – Marcus Camby was on that team and Kurt Thomas. Like, you had that group. All the OGs came, came together to see if they can get the Knicks to the finals, and they didn't get to the Eastern Conference finals. But that whole year, as good as that group was, I always held out that – this team finds a way sometimes to hurt itself, and they did on their way in that playoffs. And you knew it wasn't sustainable beyond that year because Kid was 40. You know, they had older players. You know, Sheed had the bad foot. This is different. The, the oldest guy on this team in the rotation is 29 years old, and that's Julius Randle. They are not old. They are in their prime. And... They are emerging into, like, is Jalen Brunson becoming a star? Something that Dino pointed out to me before the show. We're doing promos, of course, on ESPN about Saturday night's game. Saturday night is an ESPN game. 8.30 at the Garden, Lakers-Knicks. But it's not LeBron James and the Lakers take on the New York Knicks at the Garden, right? It's none of that. It's like, usually, for years, it was always, you would talk about it like LeBron James- in the Mecca. LeBron James at the Garden. It was, you know, back in the day it was Carmelo Anthony, and, you know, and the Knicks. But then it wasn't anything like that. You know what the promo's saying now? The Lakers in, against Jalen Brunson and the Knicks. That's how you start to become a star. When they put your name on the marquee. When now it's no longer just the Knicks. Jalen Brunson and the Knicks. That's when you know it's starting to happen. And this is where it's happening right now in New York. Now, don't take my word for it because I wasn't the only one there. There was a lot of other people there, but somebody else that was there that had a voice in this whole thing that you heard last night right here on this station is Monica McNutt. She was on the call and it, with Kenny Albert, and Monica joins us right now. Monica, thanks so much 
I think you've been a little busy this morning, as as, as you know we, we do sometimes. <laughs> but thank you. She's just are- f- fresh off of first take, so greatly appreciate you, Mon. But I was talking about the energy and emotion in the building last night. But when you're doing the on-court interview, something that I learned is that you're so locked in on what you're doing, you can't really enjoy the moment. I had to watch back the video to realize what everybody was talking about. But you were telling me how you you were watching it live happen, and you got caught up in it. So you're doing the interview with Jalen, and we've got Isaiah Hardenstein for the radio post game. And Kenny wrapped up a great question to Isaiah about the resilience of the game. And I think it aligned with you starting that question and Jalen getting emotional. And I literally go, I say, I'm so sorry. I'm watching Jalen doing the postgame interview and he's emotional and it's just making me emotional. And what's it like <laughs> to be his teammate as he gets the all-star nod? And Zay is like, yeah, man, like it's so dope for me to come to New York with him last year. It's our second year together. He deserves everything that's happening. He works so hard. Like, and he gives a great answer, but I'm like, I'm cooked for the rest of the interview. Like Kenny does the rest of the interview because I'm then just taking in the feeling in the garden. And so I think Jalen is the consummate professional. He is so humble and he will probably continue to defer and credit his individual success for the team success. But golly, Han, you can't separate him from the team success. And it has just been so special. Um, You guys know, I love the behind the scene clips. And in this most recent clip, I guess some fans have gotten hip to it, but there's two guys in the background when Jalen hits the bucket to tie the ball game at 91. And they're like, of course, the fans in the arena are all naturally reacting, but those two made sure to look in the camera and to see from our radio spot the entire arena stand and hands go up, and it's like this wave that goes from the top of the garden down to the court, and it's loud, and the MVP chant, and it's unison. It's just – it is an incredible time to be watching Knicks basketball at the garden right now. Yeah, and it, it's been a long time since it's felt like that. And so a lot of times with fans, and I was talking to so many of them last night out in the building, outside the building, at a couple of spots that Wally and I hit afterwards. And I'm wondering if you, how you feel about it because you don't just cover the Knicks, you cover the entire league. You're out doing games for ESPN uh, all over the NBA. So you you see teams, you see the successful ones, you get a lot of the marquee games. So with that in mind, the question that we always get is, how how real is this? How sustainable is this? How good can this team be? Because when we are when we have our New York goggles on, we always just look at them like, all right, are we making too much of this? Are are we because you know, typical New York, we always overreact to our teams. A little bit of success and we all go nuts. But mm-hmm. is this though, is this time? No, no. You, th- this is legit one of the top teams in the league. Kendrick Perkins even put them into and used the word contender. Would you be willing to go that far? So here's what I will say, because this came up today on first take as well. I'm willing to put them in contender conversation right now and assuming that they are going to be healthy. What I do acknowledge, though, is there is room for this roster to be improved. Now, having said that, you've been covering the game long enough, Han, and even if you haven't been covering, but you watched just the last two seasons, let's take, for example, Mm -hmm. What looks like the most talent on a roster and piece of paper does not necessarily translate to success. And there is something about this team led by Jalen Brunson, and it is only co-signed by any coach that has interacted with him, whether it's his coaches in Dallas, coaches that have scouted against him, Jay Wright and company, uh, uh, Steve Kerr with Team USA this summer. There is an intangible thing about him that embodies who he is, and it is trickling down through this team in terms of confidence. So I think two things can be, can be true. I think the clarity with which they are playing, the leadership that they have, the incredible point guard play, two all-stars and a defense and offense that's top seven in both sides of that discussion make them a contender. Now, if you told me they don't have insert NBA prototype on the wing, as a basketball person, I'm not going to blow you out of the water. But having watched this team up close and personal, I'm going to tell you that I don't know that there's a team that's tougher. Now, when we look at the East, you have the Celtics at the very top. You have the Bucks, despite uh, you know the the issues with changing a coach, you know, and and everything. Their defense, not what it was. They're still the second best team. The Knicks now have slid into the third spot over the Sixers, and the Sixers have a Joel Embiid issue. That knee is a problem, and they're gonna, you know, they're, they're gonna see what they can do with it. But keep an eye on that. I tell everybody. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we do that, compare them to the top teams in the East because that's what we always do. Okay, if they're a contender, how who are they going to beat and how are they going to beat them? And especially those two top names that I gave you, the Celtics and the Bucks, who the Knicks saw a ton of in the first half of the season, as we know, because of the quirk in the schedule and how they match up, match up with them. Can this team, at full health, which is always the big asterisk, can they beat these two teams? So here's the one silver lining, I think, as we discuss the Knicks at full health. Right now they're not at full health. But I think you're getting really valuable minutes out of Precious Achua, Jericho Sims in a smaller dose, and Deuce McBride. Let me tell you why that's important. If you look, let's start with the Bucks. it's per your original question. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Hardenstein, if he can stay out of foul trouble, he has the size and he has the footwork to at least clog the paint for either Giannis or Lopez. If, if you can get 10 to 12 minutes out of Jericho Sims, we've seen him make some really athletic plays. Last night he had, had a big block as the Knicks oh, yeah. were trying to close that 15-point gap, right? Mm-hmm. If you can get 10 to 12 minutes out of Jericho, just the body and the fouls, okay, you have an opportunity to uh, slow down what the Bucks like to do in the paint with that combination of Giannis and Brooke Lopez, right? Then when the Knicks met the Bucks in the calendar year 2023, there was no LG Ananobi. And so now, whether it's Chris Middleton that's starting to get hot, whether it's Dane Lillard, you have one of the best on-ball defenders and all-around defenders in the league, which allows Dante DiVincenzo to slide to that off-ball defender position where he is terrific, right? He doesn't have to be the guy lining up straight in front of uh, Dane Lillard or Chris Middleton, whoever you deem to be the head of that snake. And then you still got Jalen Brunson, who is strong, can hold, can will stay in front, will hold the line for the two, three seconds, can take charges, lead the league in charges, throwing a healthy Julius Randle, and goodness gracious, if you get Mitchell Robinson back and he's healthy. Yeah. So with all of that unfolding, we're just talking about potential starting guys. Now you've got the, the practical and real-time experience that Jericho's growing in, that Precious Achua is growing in, that Deuce McBride is growing in, that J- Josh Hart is beginning to grow in and having to look to be a little bit more aggressive as a scorer and not just a do-it-all kind of defensive guy. Everybody is growing through the grit of this muddy time, this this dog days, as they're called, as you get to um, all-star break. And so that's what I think of when I think about the Bucks. When I think about Boston, you're in luck because the, free throw, the three-point line is as big a threat to the Celtics' success as any team, right? <laughs> and yes. so if you happen to catch them on an off day, you do a good job of contesting and trying to limit some of their ball movement. You have the size that can contend. But as much as you have to consider guarding them, they also have to consider guarding you. And with OG and Anobi on this squad, I think things are happening quicker. There's more cutting. Julius, we've talked about it. He's getting to his spots. He's streamlined in terms of four dribbles or less, making straight moves and getting to the basket. And so to me, the margin is not that wide. In fact, if it came down to the coaches, Doc Rivers, Joe Mazzula, Tom Thibodeau, I don't really know who I'm taking in that one. So I'm not feeling like you're in a position to be significantly outcoached in the conversation of adjustments because the three of them, leave plenty of room for conversations about adjustments. And so <laughs> with the standings as they are, those are the first those are the two teams that I look at. To me, if Joel Embiid is not healthy in, in Philadelphia, I'm taking the Knicks without question. Wow. Yeah, especially if Embiid is out because you see their record when he is out. Not very good. Mm-hmm. And that is something that, you know, obviously if you can – I always say I, you don't root for injuries, but it doesn't mean you don't take advantage of opportunities because every year we see a team we thought might be in the way is suddenly not yep. because they had an injury. That is in every sport in every league. And so, you know, mm-hmm. if you're the Knicks, okay, well, instead of being fourth, we could maybe be third. Or, you know, you argue could you be even second. So that that to me is what – you, you always look at and forecast ahead, but I love your breakdown of both the Bucks and the Celtics, and it's so true. We saw them a lot in the first half of the season, but that was before this trade. And the trade mm-hmm. for, for OG gives you – you know, it's something Kenny Smith said. The Knicks never had the best player on the floor, right, when you play all the mm-hmm. top teams. They always have the better player. They might, but do you have an answer for their better player? And that, I think, what Ananobi gives you is – can he guard Giannis? Because you never had somebody that could. Can he guard Tatum? Because you didn't have somebody that could. You do. You do. It doesn't yep. mean you stop them, but you certainly make it yep. more miserable for them. That was what made yep. that trade so valuable. I completely agree with you. And beyond that, Han, like, and I'm not, I'm not pinning the Knicks' success on the little engine that could. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I keep going back to this, and the more I have a chance to do games and talk to guys, I know the Cleveland series last year, the Knicks took care of business. 
had a game in Cleveland not too long ago. And, and having a conversation with Karis LeVert, who's having a tremendous year back in his six-man role, Cleveland quietly is playing really good ball. And I'm like, dude, how much of this is just chemistry? And he's like, that's so much of it. Like, the opportunity to continue to play together. And you look, this is Jalen Brunson's second year. The OG trade is perfect in terms of the fit. The chemistry is growing. This team has an identity. And beyond that, when we look at these paper rosters, if these teams have had not have not had time, I'm looking at the Bucks in particular, mm-hmm. you could say the same thing about the Celtics with Porzingis and Holiday, although Holiday, I think, is the Jalen Brunson caliber kind of guy. If they have not had time, I don't care that you have the best paper roster. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. chemistry is something that we have not seen a team be able to escape since Kawhi did it as a mercenary for Toronto, and it just does not happen that first go-round like that. Yeah, and you need that time. And that's the other valuable thing about having, like, three, four guys that have, that won in college together is that you, mm-hmm. you have a, a core of guys who can hold each other accountable and, and just have an energy that it just seems everybody else is drawn to. And so it, that, I think, is why things have – come together so quickly here monica real quick uh it's funny how you and i were on get up this morning and what did we do but say that i know it's not going to happen but the lakers should (laughs) think about trading lebron james within minutes after we were off the air wendy texts me he's like yeah uh (laughs) got a story going up and i was like okay and i take a look at it and it's rich paul (laughs) quoted saying lebron won't be traded and we aren't asking to be Putting that to complete rest out of the gate, ruining our day. We couldn't even have a moment for like an hour speculating about the idea of maybe LeBron oh, being traded. We didn't have the moment, but Stephen A. took the whole two hours of first take to continue the speculation. But continue. Oh, oh, oh he, oh, he did. So he kept going anyway. Okay. He what, he explained why it will be fantastic, and if you're going to leave LA, it's no place to be better as a businessman and for your brand and for the opportunity to be a guy in New York to push his team over the edge. So anyway. I mean, I mean, I know. All right. So, so Rich Paul says no, but you and I were doing this in the green, talking about this in the green room. So let's just play the game. If there was uh-huh. somebody that you would just like, all right, let's just go for it. Trade it. I mean, LeBron's fit with this team would be the one guy that you could say this, this would work. Wouldn't it? Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, between, his experience as a professional, his championship experience, let me be very specific. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his basketball skill set. Jalen Brunson, LeBron James, like, how, how – who says no? Who, who says no? And why would you ever <laughs> say no? Like, you have two then incredible playmakers that are only going to take pressure off of one another. They're going to be a nightmare for defenses to stop because of their basketball IQ and the way they get their teammates involved. High IQ, right. And then there is a mindfulness about adding Tibbs guys to this roster. When LeBron decides, I mean, he's been all defensive team. How many – how often? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't no slouch on the defensive end either. And to LeBron's credit, just to lay the icing on thick for him, you don't even have to work that hard until you want to because you've got a team around you. Unfortunately, though, Rich Paul says no. So we can just go back to the Mikhail Bridges speculation. <laughs> oh, wait, by the way, that's also now being shot down by every every Brooklyn reporter that the Nets are not accepting yeah. any yeah, calls yeah. from Mikhail Bridges. See, we can't have any fun, but we did just now. Monica, you've worked hard enough today. Take a break. Do some Pilates. I'll talk to you soon. I did. I booked a 615 Pilates. Thanks, Ron. Have a great show. Go. All right. Thanks, Mon. Monica McNutt. She is a – obviously, everybody knows. She is a growing star in this business fantastic and we are lucky enough to have her here in new york during the best of times when it comes to basketball and she is the voice of the knicks on the msg radio network 800 919 your turn now to be the voice i will talk with you next about all this answer the question i mean jalen brunson is you think jalen brunson is the best player the knicks have had since finish that sentence barton hahn 98.7 espn yeah, man, Bart Scott here, and I tell you guys, you have to check out Sanson Auto Mall for yourself. I mean, it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. You get an opportunity and a chance to choose from almost 2,000 new and pre-owned vehicles across 10 top brands, Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Sanson works with you to fit within your budget. Credit issues, not a problem. Sanson does it all to get you approved. Sanson works with over 20 
banks so that you can get more financing options. Tell them Bar Scott sent you, and guess what they're going to do? They're going to give you $1,000 off your next vehicle purchase. Sansone Auto Mall is located on Route 1 in Woodbridge. Visit SansoneAuto.com or call 1-800-SANSONE today to get on the road. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Nine straight wins and another outstanding performance by Jalen Brunson last night as he scored 40 and the Knicks pick up the victory as they top the Pacers. Tom Thibodeau asked about his all-star point guard. The thing that I love about what he does is he just keeps competing. You know, they were very aggressive in terms of the double teaming and he didn't stop moving and he found ways to get the ball back and make plays and he scored, he distributed and he just kept going and that's, you just love his competitiveness and he never goes away. The mental part is so, so good and you can say that for the team. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time, Tullamore Dew. The original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's Barton Han. We did hear from Bart. He did text. I asked him, how's your butt? He did not respond to that one. I forgot to include the uh, the Claire Huxtable photo to go with the response text because he only responds to text with Claire Huxtable, so I have to I have to definitely check on that. Um, Monica was great. It was great to have her in the conversation. You guys are coming up next eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six because I can see a lot of you want to talk about this and what happened last night at Madison Square Garden or what's been happening at the Garden. The Knicks have won nine straight, and Jalen Brunson is is just emerging game after game after game as maybe the star they've been looking for all along. And, of course, there's all kinds of stuff with the trade trade deadline coming up next Thursday. And Stephen A. went on uh, one of his epic rants, but it was a good one. It was a fun one. Not, not a – it was – you know, sometimes he can be angry. This wasn't angry. This was, of course, Stephen A. and his optimism and his hope, the Nick fan starting to show, about something that I brought up yesterday. And I was doing it, you know, we play the drunk Han thing, right? Let's play that game where I just, I've had one too many scotches. And, um, you know, I just start, you know, talking about what trades I would make if I was the GM. And I just brought up LeBron. And Monica and I talked about it too. Is what's going on in LA, the Lakers. Like, what they're going nowhere. They need draft picks. They need to reset the franchise. So we did it yesterday a little bit on the show. The K Show picked it up. They did it for a while. And this morning on Get Up, we talked about LeBron being traded, but I didn't want to do it nationally and say LeBron should come to the Knicks. I didn't want to do it, but Stephen A. did it. And, and it made Rich Paul <laughs> come out and talk to Brian Whithorst 
about how LeBron's not being traded and he's not asking to be traded. It's like, damn, Rich, you can't like let this just for a day? Remember, the Lakers and LeBron play at the Garden tomorrow. So it would have just turned into a bigger story and a bigger story and a bigger story. But still, it's always fun to speculate. Uh, I'll get to you calls, 800-919-3776. Of course, we are still in the midst of football season with the Super Bowl next weekend, but the first weekend without football since July is happening this weekend. Although, I guess the Senior Bowl, does that count to anyone? Uh, but it is still a football Friday on 98.7 ESPN. It's brought to you by Bet365, whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Let's get to calls, 800 919 uh, let's start with Dave and East Meadow. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Alan. How are you? First of all, quick shout out to Bart. Power hour. We miss you, bro. <laughs> so, uh, for, three quick points. First, I even noticed a little awkwardness on your part doing the post game with Brunson because it was almost like you were feeling out the crowd and you kind of saw his eyes welling up. Um, so that was a really special moment last night. It wasn't and awkward. We last I, I, I got to be honest with you, Dave. It wa- I wasn't awkward. Yeah. I wanted to just – I didn't want to get in the way of the moment. Like, honestly, that interview, yeah. you know, I've, I've gotten a lot of texts and stuff about it, and, and I want to make it clear. That interview was simply – it was as organic as you could possibly be because after that game, it was such a, a heated battle, physical. I mean, you saw him. I mean, he got hit in the face, no call. He was also reacting a lot of times to not getting the foul call, and he ended up starting hitting himself like as if to say, like, keep hitting me, I don't care. It was a. It felt like a prize fight. So I, I asked him that. Like, did it? Was it? Did it feel like that to you? Because it looked like that to us. And he he was almost. I thought maybe he'd still have a little bit of like anger and frustration, you know, like that in him. So I thought maybe we'll get a good bite. But he didn't say it, and I could tell by he was speechless. And I thought, oh no, no, he's caught up in a little different thing because the way the crowd was was treating him. That's when I went right to the all star thing. And then you started seeing his eyes well up, and I, I said, I'm getting out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping away and letting him have this moment because the worst thing you can do is talk too much in those types of moments. So I just laid out. I let him feel it from the crowd. And then once he kind of gave me this look like he, I thought he was going to cry, he, he wiped his eyes for a minute. And then I'm like, okay, he's not going to talk about himself, so let's talk about your teammate. And then that, that, that quote, about his team and how we just don't give up. We're never going to give up. I thought that was such a great soundbite. And it was, to me, the, the content did all the work for me. So there was nothing awkward about it. You played it right. It. I wasn't saying that. Yeah, yeah. So, no, and, no, I just wanted to make that clear. And I, yep. And, and I thought that the rebounding in the second half, I mean, Achua, can we quickly offer him three years and $15 million? <laughs> But Achua and Hartenstein and Hart, I mean, those guys went off on they the board. Out, the it three is, of no, them out-rebounded the entire Pacer team, 47 to 44. Can you imagine that? Three yep. players out-rebounded the whole team. Yep, and, it, and, and you know, they say next man up. To me, yep. this is next man all in because yep. they're all feeding off Brunson and the Villanova guys, and they're seeing the intensity, and, and nobody wants to be the one to be a dog out there and not match it. So everybody's picking up the pace. I mean, that was phenomenal. Good and point. to be honest with you, mm-hmm. my thing is I, the LeBron James thing, I know with a pipe dream, don't want it. Push your chips to the middle of the table, Leon Rose. Go get Bridges. Make Brunson happy. It's not just to make him happy. He fits everything we could possibly need on this team with the exception of an extra big man. And I like the way our backup bigs are playing. But mm-hmm. put your chips in for Bridges. Let's make, the, let's make the head of the snake happy. And let's keep this thing rolling. Because, Alan, this is phenomenal. After the thing with Colin Sexton the other night, I oh. said, wow, something's going special yes. here. And then after last night, when you're also missing Grimes, yep. oh, man, something is really special going on, Alan. And God bless you and the whole MSG crew. You guys did a phenomenal job last night. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. I, I appreciate it. And, yeah, I, I, I think that's the thing. It's the evidence of that where there were, there were two games that if you, if you laid down, you could understand. Like, you really. Like, you could understand a team in the middle of a season. Like the Celtics last night. There was no, they did no right to lose that game without LeBron and AD right on your home floor, but they happen. Those games happen. You just have a bad night. You can't make a three. The other team's lights out, and you just shrug it off and get to the next one. But it's just crazy how this team, like last night, with, with missing so many pieces, 
early on in the game, it looked like you couldn't keep up with the Pacers. You just couldn't do it. They were just they were too fast. They were making threes. You couldn't make it. They, they missed 17 straight threes. Like 17 straight shots. Couldn't score. And you're like, all right. You, you know, a lot of times this, you just wave the flag and, all right, it wasn't our night. But these freaking guys, they, they wouldn't do it. I mean, they just wouldn't do it. I was sitting there, like, watching, like, my God. Like, this dude's getting hit and hit and hit, and he just keeps coming back for more. And I, and I it's like I think of the Rocky movies because that's what we always do on this show. You know, and it's like he's getting killed. And then Paulie's like, no, he's not getting killed. He's getting mad. And that's legit what was happening with Brunson. Which, how many players can you say that about? We'll keep the calls rolling. 800-919-3776. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. Brian Windhorse is going to join us at 1 o'clock. He had some breaking news. Well, I don't know. Is it breaking news? It's it's definitely a news story that appeared um, about an hour ago, uh, and that is uh, from Agent Rich Paul that any speculation of LeBron James asking for a trade or being traded before Thursday's trade deadline, uh, you can forget it because he said that LeBron won't be traded and we aren't asking to be. That's the exact quote. So we'll we'll talk to Wendy about that and more and what he sees out of the Knicks and also trade deadline stuff. We all love it. Well, it's it's less than a week away now. And how close are the Knicks? Wendy has all the answers for you. So we'll get with him at one. But right now we continue with you at 809 Three seven seven six. Uh, let's go to Wayne in Rockland. What's up, Wayne? Yo, what's up, Alan Hahn? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, we need to stop looking outside. We have our guy. We have the superstar. He's budding into a superstar. Brunson's game is the epitome of New York basketball, the boogie. He's like a new-age Kenny Anderson. Last thing I want to say, I don't, like, I love Mitch, but he's now a trade piece. I mean, Hartenstein is the guy in the middle. We have to pay him, use Mitch as a trade piece. Last but not least, Mm-hmm. and I'm going to hang up. You always said we needed a backup point guard. I'm going to throw this what, this name out at you. Okay. He's not a vet, and I know Kyle Lowry's on the, on the, in the talks and in the frameworks, but Bones Highland. <laughs> what, is it with Bones, what is it with Bones Highland, everybody? Wait, thank you. That's the second. I don't even know if it, it, if it was Wayne yesterday, but there was another person that said Bones Highland. Bones Highland can't play on a Clipper team that literally plays the same way the Knicks do. So if he can't play for them, like I, I wouldn't overdo that one. Bones Highland, huh? I, I, that's funny. Interesting. Maybe you get him for cheap. Who knows? He's a good scorer, but doesn't do a whole lot of anything else, especially defense. 
Andrew in Long Beach. Andrew. Hey, Alan. Thanks for taking my call, man. You got it. Uh, if I may, on this Football Friday, I would like to explain in football terms why the Knicks are a tough team to beat without the great Julius Randle. We Love certainly it. hope Julius gets well soon. God bless him. Um, so Brunson is like your star quarterback. He makes winning play after winning play, no matter what pressure the defense throws at him. You know, and you can especially trust him in crunch time with the game on the line. Then you have your strong defense. You have the bigs in the trenches. You saw Achua and Hardenstein that combined for 35 rebounds last night. Crazy. And then uh, you have your steals or your interceptions, if you will, guys that can uh, take it the other way and score. And lastly, you have the great, terrific Tom Thibodeau. You have your head coach, one of the best in the league, and congrats to the R&B duo, Randall and Brunson. All-star, baby. Let's go next. I love it. The R- I didn't even think about the R&B, but that's actually a good one, Andrew. I like it. That's a good breakdown. It's all the little pieces that you need that can add up rather than we have this. Like, like Here's the example. Now, Tyrese Maxey just got 50 last night, and he was named an all-star. Well-deserved. Love the kid. But really, we all know they are their hopes are riding on the balky knee of Joel Embiid. And without him, they have nothing. And that's something that like you have to worry about if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, is that you can't survive without one piece. And I think what you're seeing at this Nick team, and while there's a lot riding with Brunson because he's been a phenomenal player, it's they feed off of that more than it's relying on that. And it's all the other things that they do as well. Anthony and Massapequa. Anthony? Hey, yeah, thanks for taking my call, Alan. How about those Knicks? How about them? How about, about those Knicks? So you asked the question before, who's the best uh, The best signing, I guess, in the last – it has to well, be I said, I, I said that Jalen Brunson is is the best Nick since. The best Nick in you've seen since. In my lifetime, yeah. it has to be since the 90s. I'm 40 years old, and this okay. is the best team, no disrespect to the 54-win squad. Right. But this is the best team of my adult lifetime. The way they play together, the the heart, the love that they have for each other and for the city, it, it's a beautiful thing to watch. And uh, I just want to say, let's go Knicks. Okay. Um, without without moving for a superstar, do you think we get anything for the bench? And that's my only question, and I'll hang up now. Thank you, Alan. You got it, Anthony. And, yeah, and, and I, I really do feel like while – and I want to make this clear. While I'll have fun with the trade tra- – you know, the whole trade machine and come up with wild speculative trades because they're fun to do at this time of year, right? And I'll give you those, you know, oh, I'll give everything from Mikhail Bridges. I want the final infinity stone, right? I'll, the Nets aren't going to trade him. Like, oh, give me LeBron and you're you're a championship contender. That's Captain Obvious stuff, right? And again, the Lakers aren't trading him. LeBron doesn't want to be traded. So that's, it's all just for fun. But now, all right, now we're going to be logical. All right, I'm sober. And let's talk about it. What Anthony said is right. They will, by Thursday, I believe, find themselves at least one, if not two, pieces for the bench, especially somebody that can handle the basketball and run an offense. And and you can keep – just to give Brunson the rest he needs in the start of the second quarter and the start of the fourth quarter so you're not playing him 38, 40 minutes. You get to the playoffs, you're going to play him 38 to 48, 40 minutes. That's what you do with your best players. But right now, they do need to find some depth for the bench – that can help them. Bruce Brown would fit. I don't know if he's the ball handler we're talking about. That could be Alec Burks. That could be Malcolm Brogdon. But it's something like that. So the big deal was already done. I already told you that. Thursday is going to be more about just smart pieces that fit and you know have that same character that you're building with this group and understand the role of what they're going to do. Right. So that's what I'm looking for between now and Thursday is one or possibly two moves that give them a little more veteran, a little more uh, confidence in ball handling, somebody that you can put out. You're missing Emmanuel quickly there. That's what you're missing with quickly being gone is another ball handler who you who can also get a team into its offense. Deuce McBride has been playing the backup point guard role and he's been he's been playing great. He had a great game last night. He was a big reason why they got back in that game. Made some huge shots when nobody else was scoring. Deuce is great at that, and he's great at defense. But he's still a young player who doesn't really have a great um, a great ability to run an offense and get the ball to other people and get the team set. 
And so you still need that and the the ball handling aspect as well. So you still need that. And I would want some more veteran pieces uh, at the bottom of my bed. That, that, that's that's what I, that's what I'm looking for. We'll see if that if that happens. All right, we'll continue with your calls. We got plenty of time throughout the show. It's like I said, we're doing Han Solo today, so there's a lot of time for us, you and I, to talk. We got Brian Windhorst coming up here in just a few minutes as well to get the latest on the LeBron stuff and the report that he just put out about LeBron, but also, of course, what the Knicks could be doing, what names he's hearing, and what he sees from the national perspective of what the Knicks have become with Jalen Brunson. But right now, the Superbox Bonanza! It is the final day of Superbox Bonanza 5. This is the last time you can win on our show. Each qualifier will have a chance at one of 10 Superboxes. Right now, be caller number 11. That's right. That's Brunson's number. Caller number 11 at 888-987-ESPN. 888-987-ESPN to win a $25 Fanatics gift card, and you can select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. It's also brought to you by Security Dog. Wow! Come get some. So we got Brian Windhorse coming up. We've got your calls as well. Audio files, plenty to do. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, a little Han Solo for you today on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. The expectations with the Knicks have not been this high in a very long time, but could they go even higher? What about the possibility of trading for LeBron James? That was a question that was asked earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg. You just can't convince me that LeBron doesn't make this team much, much better. I think he does. I think the fear is all of a sudden he steps in and it, it does something to the, the chemistry in the locker room. I don't know, man. That stuff's tangible, dude. I'm telling you. And you can feel it with this team. You can see it with this team. And, I mean, you already know the Villanova guys and the kind of relationship that they have. But this team has a tremendous chemistry. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.